Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. If you're here to learn character creation, you've come to the wrong place. We are a cat creation podcast. I am one of the hosts of this show. My name's Joel. I am the other one of the hosts of your show. My name is Austin. How's life going for you, Austin? Life is going so well, because you know what today is, Joel? Uh, Tuesday? It is a Tuesday, but today is also the lightning round! <laughs> oh, it's... crap, I forgot we're doing a lightning round. How could you forget? Uh, it happens. It does happen, but... Yeah, with the holidays going on, guys, it just kind of snuck up on us. It, it really did. Yeah, I've got an idea, though. I know how we can make this work. How how can we make this work, Joel? All right, so there is this RPG. We've done one already called Tunnel Goons, right? You, you remember Tunnel Goons? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, we've done, we did the uh, the core original Tunnel Goons on a different lightning round. But there are, like, a bajillion hacks of Tunnel Goons. Oh? So many versions of this one game? Yeah. So I'll bet you we could make an entire lightning round out of hacks of Tunnel Goons. I don't know. It sounds pretty difficult, but uh, we, we've we pulled through on a lot of things, so uh, I, I believe. Nah, man, it's not going to be hard at all. There's literally an Excel spreadsheet filled with these things. Cool. You you know it's real when people bust out the spreadsheets to keep track of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just do the tunnel goon lightning round. Why not? Yeah. Let me uh pull some things up here. Okay. Wow. Man, this this spreadsheet goes on for a while. How 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 are we gonna pick? Well, I think it's time to peel back the curtain and reveal this was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the curtain, dude. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> Yeah, we already selected probably still more than we're actually going to use, but we've narrowed it down to 33 games. And that is pretty narrow if you have seen the Excel sheet. It really is. Uh, we did have two requests that we do from the game's creators, so we'll have to hit those first, but then we'll move on to everything else. Absolutely. But before we move on, we... uh. We've got uh, some things to get through, specifically eight things, and those are our cat creation rules. Joel, would you like to start us off? I would love to start us off. Rule number one, we accept no cop-outs, not even for a lightning round. We're making a cat. Uh, we're making a literal cat. The exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. No anthropomorphic races, no people turned into cats, no lions, no tigers, no saber tooths, no, no no raging bolts. That's that's not even a cat anymore anyway. Mm, I, I didn't know it was a cat to begin with. Scarlet and Violet DLC fans know what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, I see. Well, you know, yeah, none none of those, none of those. Up next, we have rule number two, which is. We cannot use homebrew slash house rules. Uh, so if a rule in a rule book doesn't allow us to do something, then we can't do it. Uh, and if a rule book implies that we can't do something, we also count that one 
as breaking a rule. Yep. So, rule number three, then, is if the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. Now, I doubt any of these hacks specifically have cat stats, and I don't believe the base game has one either. No, not that I could tell. Yeah, so uh, we we won't have to worry about that. This is all from scratch, no pun intended. But we'll, uh, we'll move on to rule number four. The character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you, has to exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. Uh, we can't use homebrew classes as they do not exist. To be fair, we are playing hacks of a core game, but the hacks individually will be counted as our core games for this one. Well, I mean, technically, every Powered by the Apocalypse game, by that logic, is a hack of Apocalypse World. Yeah, so just don't think about it too hard. We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay. The cat can learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could normally be trained to do. So, whatever the game says the character has to be able to do, assume there is some convoluted logic by which your cat learned to do it. They, they figured it out, trust. <laughs> Next is, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. This would be like your, you know... Your HVAC systems, <laughs> forklifts, your, you know, so, so many things. Any, really any heavy machinery. Yeah, we came dangerously close last episode to having a forklift certified cat, but <laughs> we got away from that. Yeah, we, we moved away. And rule number seven is, if a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table, we will leave that blank so potential players can make it fit the group they're playing with. I'll be amazed if that comes up here, but, like, you never know. Yeah, it, it could. I'm sure there's probably somebody in there that requires you to have friends. <laughs> That's bad game design. That is bad game design. You know, not everybody has friends. I mean, I'm not going to be specific here, but some of us... It's okay, you can say me. No, <laughs> no. That was going to be a self-burn. That was not intended for you. Too bad. I jumped on that grenade. Damn. Well, rest in peace. So I guess I will have to keep track of every rule that we break. Well, we can do it together. We can do that together, but not if you're going to be jumping on grenades willy-nilly. I, I guess so. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well... Also, we are probably going to be uh, keeping track of this on the, the Google Doc that we're putting all these character sheets on, because uh, we, ain't, we ain't making that many copies of the one PDF to the basically all of these use. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can fill it in on your own. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you all the info. You just gotta, you know, drag and drop. But he said. So, are we ready to start? I believe so. Okay. Now, like I said, we have two games that we gotta get through first, and those are Goons in Toyland by Mr. Ray, and Shroom Goons by... Written by R.E. Davis, a.k.a. The Chaos Grenade. With that in mind, I am going to go ahead and start our timer. So how we're gonna do this lightning round is I've got a timer. We're going to let it run for half the time of the episode. When we hit the end of it, we'll run the, uh, the mid-roll. Then we'll pick up and do another timer for the second half. And then we'll give you a cat pun and we can all go home. Yeah. 
Sounds like a great time. Just know I'm not a fan of being timed. I don't work incredibly well under pressure, but uh, I'll do it for you guys, the the listeners. Hey, I mean, it's getting late here. We spent a long time shooting the shit before this episode, so we gotta we gotta keep on the clock. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it happens. Let's uh, yeah, let's get into it. Starting the timer now. All right, up first, goons in Toyland. Let's see, we have what is a toy goon? Toy goons are toys that have been bored or made hardier. Unlike most goons, toy goons are toys that have been especially empowered by the love and imagination of a child. This magic can bring life to toys, but generally, a toy goon is a favorite of the child. With this in mind, toy goons are usually recognized among the toy community as the protectors of their realm. Interesting. So, I guess here's our here's our first hurdle. Yeah, we're supposed to be a toy, and we're going to be a literal cat. Yeah. Now, could a child imagine a cat as a toy? Can we get away with that? I mean, I would hope a child does not play with a literal cat the way they play with a toy. That's true, but you've seen those guys. They're ruthless. Yeah, I think we gotta just say this one's a, be- a beloved family pet. That uh, guards the toys with his life or something. Gotcha. So there's our first broken rule. Not a toy. So, what's it like in Toyland? No one cares. <laughs> Character creation. Here's where we care about. On page. The pages are not labeled. It's alright. This is a this very... This is page five. This is a very small Google Doc. Or PDF, sorry. These are like eight, ten pages each at most. Most are probably a little shorter. But anyway, so we have a few steps. First, we need to name our character. Our uh, HP is 10, our level is 0, our inventory score is 8. And I am going to keep a generic Tunnel Goon character sheet pulled up here so that I can imagine what this all is supposed to look like. So, name... I'm going to start off strong, and this one just came to me. Brimble. Bremble? Bremble. B-R-I-M-B-L-E. Bremble. Bremble. Okay. So that's a, that's step one. I approve. Good, good, good. Yep. So looks like a Toy Goon character sheet. Oh, this actually uses different stats than the default game. What do you know? Interesting. So we have three stats, basically. And I, for your character's spare parts, roll 1d6. Just take note of the results. I don't want to know about scare or about uh, spare cat parts, but rules are rules. <laughs> yeah, we might have to reflavor these based on some things. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm guessing that's the traits table here on page six. Uh, yes. Randomly select a trait. First roll one d six. Odd rolls for the left column. Even rolls for the right column. Then roll two d six separately. One die for odd or even, the other for the face value rolled. Let me grab a couple of my d6s. Get these dice rolling. I've got two here on my desk if you want to... Like, you can get yours out, but I can get us started for this one. Go for it. Okay. So, one d6 first. Where'd that go? Found it. Okay, it's a five. Great. That's an odd, so we look at the left column. Then we roll 2d6 separately. I got a 4 and a 3. Okay. So, 4 is even. The other for the face value. So, even. Okay, so first, 
Even three is what we're looking for. Stretch. The toy was designed to go long. <laughs> okay, never mind. We're good. This is absolutely a cat thing. Yeah. Yeah, this cat will just stretch infinitely if you try and pick it up. Incredible. The toy's limbs can stretch up to three feet in any direction. Great for those hard-to-reach places. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think we're going to have to reflavor this as the cat's torso can stretch <laughs> that <Yeah>. far. <laughs> did we do the spare parts thing? Oh, I thought that's what we just did. I don't know. It just says, it just says roll 1d6. Just take a note of the results. Oh, okay. Here, let me just roll a 1d6. I got a 2. Take note of it. I wonder if that just means we have two spare parts. I guess so. Like, I guess if you're a toy that needs fixing. Yeah. Please put a... You should put a note on there that says, please don't replace your cat's parts. True, 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 true. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have to distribute three points across the three stats, and the stats are casting, articulation, and trivia. Casting is the markings of a toy, good for smacking foes or feats of strength. Articulation is for tests of aiming, precision, or reacting to danger. And trivia is good for knowledge, awareness, and social interactions. Hmm. Well, we're not a toy, so I think we gotta have a zero in casting. I was thinking the same thing. No casting. We'd probably have good danger reactions, right? Yeah, so I'm thinking two in there? Yeah, that sounds good. And then one in trivia? Yeah, since that can be flavored as awareness and social interaction. I mean, the cat can have knowledge, but like, you know, it's a cat. Yeah. And then, okay, here, add yeah. one trait from the chart on the next page. Yep. Which is, we are a long boy. Yep, go long boy. <laughs> Finally, pick three items. For your inventory. They don't need to be toy related. Think of, of small items around the house a cat could wield or use easily if they were alive. Hopefully your cat is not dead. <laughs> yeah. This says that most toys are three to five, three point five to six inches tall, but most cats are 9.1 to 9.8 inches tall. So even if we assume a small cat, we are probably bigger than most toys. Yes. Um, and we're not a small cat. We're very, very long. We are long. So what items do we want? So the cat should obviously wear a collar, right? Yes, collar. Something a cat could wield. What if we did, like, one of the toy mice thing, and you could, like, use that as, like, a distraction tool? Okay. Yeah, that works. Just as likely to, to distract yourself, but hey, yeah. that's what rolling the dice are for. <laughs> marbles. Marbles? Yeah, the cat can just use a bag of marbles, like caltrops or something. Incredible. I dig it. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's it, too. Man, that one took us 13 of our minutes. 13 of our And we only have 30. Oh, yeah, we should probably move on. Up next, we have Shroom Goons. Yep. And who was this written by again? I know we just said it. R.E. Davis, a.k.a. The Chaos Grenade. I'm not sure if that part is important, but maybe that's their name on social media or something. Most likely. Okay, what is a shroom goon? A myconoid, a fungal humanoid, shroom folk. They stand about three to six inches tall and tend to spawn in secluded glades of ench and enchanted swamps. A wizard once said they originate in areas where elven blood was shed in ancient battles. Not all shroom folk are shroom goons. It's rare ones. Uh, it's the rare ones blessed with a peculiar curiosity, wanderlust, and penchant for trouble that earns them the label. Also, that one cat. 
that one cat that is just there. Um, Again, are not actually a mushroom. We are a cat. So, rule broken in the premise, but hey, this was requested by the creator. So, what are you going to do? I feel like we have a pass for that, you know? Yeah. They gave us a pass when they linked us the game. Exactly. Okay, character creation looks like it starts off the same. Name your character, health points start at 10, inventory score starts at 8, starting level is 0. What is our name for our not-a-mushroom cat? I'm trying to think of a name mushrooms would make. I feel like they would name it after, like, its appearance, or like, you know, it's like an outside an outsider to the community, so it's like the fluffy one or the sharp clawed one or something. Mm. I, li- I like the fluffy one. Okay. And it could be that this is a cat that has like, you know, it's been living with mushrooms so long that it has like a mushroom growing out of its head or something. Ooh, nice. Back in the premise. <laughs> uh, your character has 1d6 cluster siblings. Just note the number for them now. Do you have dice out now? Yeah. Five. Five cluster siblings. Next, distribute three points between these stats. Trauma, Spore, and Cap. Uh, Trauma, the meat of a fungus. Good for smacking foes or feats of strength. Spore for tests of... Okay, so these are the same thing. Yeah. So this cat will have meat. Yes. I'm thinking meat should be a two and spore should be our one because zero in cap, this this cat has no knowledge of social interaction, you know? Well, well, hmm. It depends. If we, if we say we've got a mushroom growing out of its head, then it does have a mushroom cap. That That's, that's true. Maybe it does have some social knowledge. You know, I would be fine putting one in each for this cat. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Not great at anything, but not terrible. Yeah, you know, they're there. Yeah, this cat's getting by in Spore Society. Mm-hmm. Roll for or choose one trait. Trait tables are on the following page. So I guess this works the same way as the other one. First roll 1d6, odd rolls for the left column, even rolls for the right column, then roll 2d6 uh, separately, one die for odd or even, the other one for face value rolled. I want to do this one. That's cool. Do it. I got a four for our first one, so that'll be the right column. And then okay, let's do the first d6 is odd, and the second one is our face value six. Glow cap. The shroom's head can glow bright and green at will, functioning as a torchlight. That actually works Wait. incredibly well for what we've already established. Wait, I think we're looking at left and right backwards. Hmm? Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it, but uh, I, I think we've been looking at it backwards. We, we definitely have, because it definitely should have been the right column. But Glowcap works really well. The one we should have gotten was Thunder Kissed. The shroom was born of a cluster spurred on by a lightning strike. It's covered in fluorescent blue spots that can shoot lightning. Treat as a ranged weapon that doesn't take up inventory. Wow, that's incredible. So it's like Saul Goodman. Hold on. I don't know if you have the time to explain this to me. Why is that like Saul Goodman? <laughs> because he, he can shoot like li- li- the the clip of him saying he can shoot lightning out of his hands or whatever. Saul Goodman. I'm sorry. Are you talking about 
Better Call Saul? Saul Goodman? Isn't that his name? Yeah. Like, he's yelling at uh, his brother. Yeah, he says, I just looked it up. Uh, You can't conceive of what I'm capable of. I'm so far beyond you. I'm like a god in human clothing. Lightning bolts shoot from my fingertips. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. Um, So no lightning, though. We're going with glow caps, right? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And then we get to choose three starting items. Remember, shroom goons are only a few inches tall. Be creative in your description and imagine how small items lying around the world could be repurposed for. Uh, They did give us a list of potential starting items down here. Yes. So uh, we can have 1d6 marbles. (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to give them marbles again? No. Okay. Probably not. Um, But a rubber band ball. Oh, a rubber band ball for sure. I think so. Hold on, there was one that I was looking at just a second ago. How do you feel about keychain nunchucks? I'm on board. Now, the only problem is that a keychain might be a little small for a literal cat. So what if we did, like, oh, what are they? The, a lanyard nunchucks. Like, yeah. this cat can just pick up a lanyard in its mouth and swing it around. Yeah, lanyard nun- lanyard nunchucks. That's good. And then... A pair of dice? I think we could do that. Maybe the, maybe this uh, cat likes to play games, you know? Yeah. We found them in an old Monopoly set. <laughs> um. Okay. I think that's it, right? That's it. All right. What's our next game? Our next game is Lichadores. What's going on here? In a far-off world millennia before the present day, the fantastic nation of Perosia is ruled by the White Guardians, a faceless total totalitarian regime that stifles all creativity and joy. A generation ago, the White Guardians completed their conquest by slaughtering the wrestlers who entertained the common folk and casting their bodies into a deep, dark pit. The White Guardians did not reckon with the powerful forces that lurk beneath their feet. And now, a select few wrestlers have risen as undead with strange necromantic powers. You will tell the stories of these few masked regular wrestlers, the legendary Lichadores. <laughs> In... Incredible. Yeah, I saw this one and knew that we had to do it. This is this is good. One moment. Wait, credits. Lichadores is based on Tunnel. Go- yeah, Bryant Durrell. Ah, what what an incredible mind you have, Brian. He did good. Yes. <laughs> this is a good concept. <laughs> First off, we need a wrestling name, and it's got to be Gotti. One moment. I'm gonna look up some Luchador names. Gotcha. Gotcha. I need some inspiration. Uh, hey, look, Lucha Name Generator. Oh, love a good name generator. Oh, it's one of those take the month of your birthday, the number of your... Okay, this guy's trying to get your socialist security information. Mm, classic, classic, classic. Let's see, Mexican Wrestler Name Generator. Okay, this one's actually... What's a what's like a normal cat name? Like Snowball? All right. What this generator does is it takes the regular name, and then you hit generate, and it gives us a new name. So now we are Demonio Toxico, which is actually perfect. I love that a lot. <laughs> how do you how do you spell that one? One moment. I am pasting it into chats. Oh, wow. I got that right on the first try. Nice. I typed it in before you <laughs> even sent it. <laughs> um, okay. Then we nice. have to distribute our three points again. 
We have Bruiser, High Flyer, and Technician. And they are in order the same way as the last two games have been. So Bruiser is your strength. High Flyer is your, like, dexterity, your acrobatics, climbing. And then Technician is your planning, outwitting, and reacting quickly. Gotcha. So, first off, we are an undead pro wrestling cat. I think we gotta put some points in Bruiser. We gotta have, like, two points in Bruiser, right? Yes. Two points in Bruiser. And then, you know, since we're undead, I don't think we would have good, like, planning or reaction skills. So I say we leave Technician blank and do our acrobatics so we can come in from the top ropes. That sounds good. Well, I mean... We don't we don't necessarily have like decay or anything. We have been resurrected by the old gods to come back with the powers of the dead. Oh gosh, and we just have the powers of the dead. I see, I see, I see. I mean we are undead, but like now we can choose between uh legacies and spells. We have a total of three. And it says we can mix and match these. Yep. So let's see what our options are. Oh, here's a fun one. Mask of an animal. So we're a cat who wears the mask of a bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I think we do lose ourselves when we channel it. Yes. Weapon? Is it a chair? A kendo stick? Brass knuckles? Hmm. Let's see what our spells are. Spell of blasting. Strong versus one target or weak versus multiple targets. Mm. Spell of control. What can you control? Emotions, animals, weather... What does it cost you? Spell of flight? Um, spell of... I like spell of flight. I do too. I, I, I say we put it on there just because I think it's fun. Yeah. I like the idea of go high but slow because we only use it to drop down on people anyway. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is our top ropes and the top ropes <laughs> is 50 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, we channel the spirit of the bear and we... Uh, we Climb an invisible tree and then just jump down on you. <laughs> nice. Spell. I like spell of control because it asks. It says you can pick emotions to control, and I really like the idea of like this off-brand puss in boots that can do the cat eyes thing and <laughs> control emotions, and then immediately body slam okay. you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm on board. Awesome. And I think that's it. I think so. And I don't think we broke a rule here. I mean, most luchadors aren't cats. Yeah. So I guess broken rules intended to be human. Yeah. Also, we hit our uh, time limit there at the end, so... Ah. Okay. Thank you for listening this far, everyone. We'll be right back after this short message. Hey guys, how's the lightning round going? Is it too fast for you? Because we're here to slow it down a little bit with the mid-roll. Welcome. Yeah, hi, how you doing? We're here to tell you about us. Yes, us and all the great things we have. Starting with, no pun intended, the start page. He totally intended the pun. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> but one place you can find basically everything we do is hopping on your local web browser 
and going to literalcatpod.start.page, there you can find a plethora of things, different links and stuff to all the places that we're on and some of the things we're doing. Yeah. For example, you might find a link to our email address, literalcatpod at gmail.com, where you can send us pictures of your cats. You can also send us pictures of your cats. And most importantly, you can send us pictures of your cats. Yes, you can do all of that. And more. <laughs> and more. The more being uh, suggesting games, you know, asking or reaching out for uh, business inquiries, anything of that sort, any suggestions for cats to make on the pod, whatever you got, send it, send it over. Yeah, you could be like, hey, I'll bet you guys can't make a cat who can drive a lawnmower. And we'll be right, like, yeah, you're probably right. Challenge accepted. We'll find a game that we can do it in for sure. There's there's so many out there now. We we got to be able to do that at some point, right? For sure. By the way, the cat lawnmower is not the New Year's resolution. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll have, no we're... <laughs> we'll have to come we... up with something else for that. <laughs> J- just maybe we'll we'll find something eventually. I mean, hey, 2022 we had the cat gun. Mm-hmm. 2023 we had the cat Tana. We gotta have something for this year, right? Yeah. I currently don't have any ideas, but I'm gonna stay up all night thinking about it, surely. I mean, you can sleep a little bit. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll stay up half the night. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stay up to find us anytime online on uh, our Twitter and Tumblr and Blue Sky. You can find us there at your leisure whenever all at literal cat pod you know we like to keep our name at least a little bit shortened for those username uh slots yep uh literal cat pod will also get you to our show on youtube yes and by the way if you are listening to this on youtube be sure to like comment and subscribe but if you're not be sure to rate and review especially with those reviews we we don't have those yet yeah no 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 wordy reviews. Give us give us your thesis statement on why our show is so good that you listen to it every other week. I mean a a single paragraph will be fine. You don't have to actually do all that. Yeah. But like no one's done it yet, so you could be the first. You could be the first. One sentence would get you the longest review we've ever had currently. Yeah. One word would get you the longest review we've ever had currently. <laughs> True, true. But while you're leaving a review, you can uh, check us out other places, specifically one other place. You can go to patreon.com slash badgertrove. I know, we're, you know, we like to keep it concise and simplified across, and you might be wondering, why badgertrove? Well, it's a place where Joel and I are putting basically any projects that we'll be working on. We have some stuff on the back burner right now, uh, going through the motions, trying to get things done, but they will be there. You can also get rewards for uh, your contributions, because uh, that's how this site works. <laughs> uh, we have a few tiers over there. You know, it's the beginning of a year. We should probably go through the tiers one more time. Yeah. So uh, just to start off, start us off here, we've got the Badger Pond tier, which is the $2 a month tier, which... We have one member for, by the way. Mm. 
it's the it's the same one we've had for a few months now. Shout out to the Z Mage, but <laughs> yeah, that's what you get is a shout out on the show at the two dollar month tier and access to our calendar, so you can see when we're releasing things. You'll mm-hmm. usually be able to see stuff long before the general public does, which is cool because right now we literally have episodes booked out to May. Yeah. Not the whole calendar, just, like, guest slots. <laughs> yeah. Joel has been on it, like, just putting us out there everywhere. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. I made one request. Everyone else found me. Wait, really? That's great. No, I made two requests. Okay, still, though. <laughs> being booked out that long. Yeah, so I'm excited to get to all of those, and you can see what they all are by joining at the $2 tier. We also have a $5 tier. That is the Badger Knight tier. Gets you everything in the previous tier, um, as well as early access to episodes. I don't... Yeah, up to up to seven days early. Sometimes it may not be exactly seven days, but you'll still get it before the, the general public does, you know? It'll probably be at least six days early. Beyond that, we have the Badger Bishop. Same thing. You get everything in the previous two tiers. But you also get... We'll do polls there. So you'll be able to kind of provide input depending on, you know, what we put up on a on a poll. So, like, if we're like, hey, we're thinking of these two games, you know, which one would you guys prefer to see first? You can, you know, cast your vote, cast your ballot, be like, you know, uh, I want I would rather see this one. And we'll take that in, into consideration. And basically, whichever one will win the poll is probably what we'll end up doing. We will also look into bi-monthly streaming of episode recordings not bi-monthly as in two times a month bi-monthly as in once every other month yeah so every other month we record one episode live yes so you'll be able to be in chat and actively provide input to us in real time yeah and then finally we have the badger royal which is that right now it's an exclusive twenty dollar a month thing in which Austin will draw you um a a photo. Yeah, I will do a personal like kind of smallish digital commission. I'm not gonna draw you, you know, a Mona Lisa or a Starry Night. But you know, if you're like, hey, I have this character that I'd like to see in your style, you know, I'll be on it. We do little busts of characters. I'm good mainly at uh, landscape stuff. So if you're like, hey, I want to see, or like, I have this idea for like this wizard tower in this like dark and gloomy forest, I could do something like that, you know, give a small snippet, uh, stuff like that. It is limited to one person a month and also limited to one, one commission per year. So but that is it for the Patreon. I think we skipped over the character sheet thing. We did. The character sheets you can get for free at bit.ly slash literal That'll take you to our Dropbox. So every cat that we have ever made on this show has a character sheet. And you can find them there. Take them to your local DM or GM and be like, hey, I want to play this cat. I've already got it made. It's ready to go. They can look it over and tell you yes or no. But we we can't control whether your DM says yes or no. I wish we could. We'd make that another offer on the uh, $20 month tier. (laughs) Yeah. 
we'll send a personal message out to your dm and be like hey let them let them do this come on what do you hate fun oh <laughs> uh... <laughs> new 20 a month item thing uh, in in a uh, place of the commission we will write a personalized letter to the to your dm asking them to let you do that one thing you've always wanted to do <laughs> Come on, don't make Mikey roll for it. Let him let him let him sex up the dragon. He doesn't need to make the seduction, just the saving throw. <laughs> just the saving throw. Oh my god. I think that's it for the show though. Joel, would you like to start us off on our personal endeavors? Yep. I will mention one more thing about Badger Trove is I had to take a break from it for the holiday season a little longer than I thought I would, but I am still actively working on the, I'm at least for now calling it Silent Mayhem under Springfield, probably going to change that before the official release, but a Powered by the Apocalypse one-shot heist game where you steal government cheese. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that one. I'm I'm excited for when that one comes out. Yeah, a playtest edition will be out sometime this month. It may even already be out by the time this episode comes out. Because we've got, what, two weeks from from when we're recording this? Yep. It could happen. I believe in you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, you can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, or Blue Sky to potentially see updates about that or whatever shit posts I'm sharing at the moment by going to Denala Lioge on those sites. But of course you don't know how to spell that because it's a name spelled backwards, so why would you? Go instead to jholland.start.page where you'll find links to those sites. And that's it for me. Awesome. As for me, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Twitch at Avalon Alchemist. I am semi-active on a lot of those sites i try to keep my social media in and output to a minimum because you know the world is on fire all the time but i'm I'm active on there i recently started streaming again and by recently that will be like two weeks ago when you guys are hearing this i plan to do uh, a lot more streams i'm Trying to get some stuff in the works for some co-streams and just having a good time with friends. So be sure to uh, follow on Twitch, tune in for those, you know, if you want to come in, chat, have a laugh, that's a good place to do it. Because I'm probably, that's where you'll get the most interaction out of me because I post on Twitter probably like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is that is all I have for now. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think we're good. All right. Well, we'll let you guys get back to the show. Have a good one. Yep. Don't get too overwhelmed by the speed of this lightning round. We interrupt your scheduled audio programming to bring you this message from Ghost on a Train. All right, guys. I'll ask the question we always ask when we encounter something. Uh, does anyone recognize them? Uh, Hannah, you look like you have something. 
I mean, that's the question you usually ask when our characters run into a ghost so we can collaborate, but right now we're doing a promo, not playing. Are you talking about yourself? You're Greg, you're the GM. Is this a bit? We always do bits, Hannah. But your character, Andrel, isn't the one leading the bolts. That's Stefan's character, Drix. Stefan, what's Drix's first move? Uh, do, do any of these moves work on promos? Normally we're a team of three goons keeping ghosts off of our train. But I guess Drix is going to try and impress the listeners with a rope trick. Awesome. What do you think you would employ to impress a listener? Finesse, right? I mean, obviously, Drix is a show-off. A guy! You spoke before anyone could organically say your name. Quick, introduce yourself, and what's your character, Pip, doing? Oh, you just introduced me. I'm Guy, and Pip's gonna take a little bit something to, to warm him up through the promo. You're taking Greg's weird promo bit in stride. Well, Hannah, that's because I know listeners have already decided to hear our journey to bust the biggest ghost, the Immortal Emperor! But you guys don't even know if he's a ghost. Boxcars, I rolled two sixes. The listeners are gonna check out Ghosts on a Train, where we play Ghost Lines by our man J-Dog, a.k.a. John Harper. Wait, we don't personally know John, we can't say that. <laughs> Shut it, Greg, we're gonna kill the J-Man's immortal emperor! You can't just- We're gonna bust this whole thing wide open! Yeehaw! Listen to Ghosts on a Train, a Ghost Lines actual play. Take a trip on the Bride of Duskwall, an electric train protected by these three, uh, professionals. Welcome back. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that riveting mid-roll and i i believe that's the first time we've ever like acknowledged the mid-roll in episode (laughs) uh we managed to do it one other time but like yeah Yeah. we're we're (laughs) terrible about that it's okay anyway i'm gonna go ahead and yeah let's see are we ready to start the next game i believe so okay then i'm gonna go ahead and start the timer again we're going Alrighty. so power goons good old power goons Yeah. A radical adventure game for heroic people. This is a Tunnel Goons hack by Ray Olson. Or, yeah, Ray Olson. Nice. So, where's character? There's character creation. Mm. So, step one. Name your character. Mm. Peter the Kaiju Reader. (laughs) We we had to get him in here at some point. Is this this the one for Peter Peter the Kaiju Reader? Oh, I mean, oh, it's either this or Guns and Goons, but there is something on here that I think will... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Pick a 90s fashion style. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta look up 90s fashion styles. Dear listeners, you may not want to hear this, but I was not alive for most of the 90s. I was only there for the back half, and I don't remember them. <laughs> Yeah. I think we just have a sweater with that one Taco Bell, like, jazz 90s solo cup art. (laughs) Yeah, the styrofoam cup art. (laughs) Let me see. Yeah, styrofoam. I think it's called jazz 90s. Okay. So a jazz 90s sweatshirt. Yep. I love that this is, like, one of the icons of the 90s and early 2000s, and it's just, like, artwork that you could find on a cup at Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There it is. It's, like, the third... That's a bowling alley on a polo shirt that you've got pulled up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one? 
This guy's bowling alley floor core. Dude, hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. I love the bowling alley floor shirts. They are so, they are peak fashion to me. I love them. <laughs> I mean, we could wear one of those instead. Bowling alley floor design polo. I, no, I like the I like the uh, styrofoam cup art shirt. Okay. Yeah, I like that too. Now, next step, pick an animal to represent your power oh, form. Oh, this is easy. I'm gonna go with pufferfish. Really? I was thinking something more feline. Mm, like a like a dog or what? That's canine. <laughs> oh, sorry, I misheard you. I think we could do cat. You know, <laughs> choose a fighting style. You want to roll for it? Yeah, let's roll for it. See what we get. That is a crooked dice. I got a two. Kickboxing. That actually works really well for Heck cats yeah. because when you when you like scratch their stomachs, they just immediately start kicking you. Yeah. Now, weapon I think has to be two because it's a blaster. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be a blaster. <laughs> Health points are 10. Distribute three points between these classes. Brute, Skulker, and Erudite. I think Peter the Kaiju Reader has to be good at Skulker and Erudite. Yes. We got to be good at aiming at the very least. Yes. So I think we can put a two in Skulker and a one in Erudite. Yep. We got to be able to do that reading. That's, yeah, that's so true. You know, we don't really need strength, you know, because we got, we got, we got a weapon, so. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Now, so that's the end of a uh, character creation for you. So here's the reason that we wanted to do this, and then we can move on. The next part of this that they explain to us is Kaiju. Some monsters simply do not die when they are defeated. Whether by their own power or an outside force, a monster can transform into a Kaiju. Kaiju have a lot of HP. So much HP. To combat this, the players can form the Megazord. <laughs> this giant mecha is a combination of robot animals that the players have chosen to represent themselves. When attacking, all the players roll. Each difference over the difficulty score is added to the damage dealt. Each difference under the difficulty score is subtracted. The Megazord has 50 HP and a 2 in each I step. just realized why it's called Power Goons. <laughs> it's Power it's Ranger power Goons. <laughs> Didn't even think about it until I heard you say Megazord. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So we had to bring back Peter the Kaiju Reader for this one specifically because we need someone to read them Kaiju. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I don't think this game intends on you playing as a human, does it? I think it does. But it intends for that human to be piloting... You know, a piece of, like, a, a piece of Voltron or whatever. Yeah. What are they called? What are the base pieces of the Megazord called? Are they just Zords? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just Zords. I've literally never watched Power Rangers, guys. You've <laughs> never watched Power Rangers? Maybe seen one or two episodes as, like, a small child. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> Didn't leave an impression. Oh my gosh. I watched the Power Rangers movie... God, so many times when I was a kid. I watched the show, like, every Saturday. I was I was up. I was there. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. So, intended... I only recently learned that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was good. What? So, 
How do you only recently learn that one of the best franchises in media is good? It happens to the best of us, okay? That's fair. I mean, I've... Or I have not played nor seen one of arguably the best games slash TV shows out there, and that is The Last of Us. Oh, well, that's because it's not actually the best game slash TV show. I will die on that hill. That's fair. I played a good chunk of the first game, and I just I stopped playing, I moved on to other stuff, and I never went back. It's not worth it. I don't know. Who, who knows? Anyway, so what's next? What's next is, I think, the next game. Yeah, I was asking you what that was. Yeah, so uh, up next we have Guns and Goons, a spooky Old West tunnel goons hack by David Johnston. All right. This is where we were going to put Peter the Kaiju Reader before we realized that the last game had Kaiju. <laughs> yeah. So, first thing on the character creation page, it tells us this is the 1880s and we're in the American Southwest. Huh, I wonder if this cat's ever going to run into... I've forgotten the name of the cat we put in the dogs in the Vendured game. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Crap. What What was the name of that? I'm going to check the Dropbox. We probably shouldn't be wasting time on this, but... Yeah, probably not. Let's see. I'll bet it's here. Why not have... Brother Joey. Brother Joey. For some reason, I don't think I have that on my computer. Well, you missed the episode, so... Oh, yeah, I sure did! <laughs> I keep forgetting that. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I put you in the mid-roll. <laughs> that's that's true. That's My brain has probably connected those as like, ah, I'm totally in that episode. At least somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so first off, we have to name this character. We're not going to start that name with brother. Yeah, no, not brother. This will be sister. <laughs> no. Stinky James. Stinky James? It's better than what I had. What did you have? Uh, Chamber. You know, maybe this is some, uh, some rootin' tootin' cowboy's cat. He calls him Chamber. Like, you know, the Magnum Chamber. Or the... Oh, I get ya. What'd you say, Stinky James? Yeah, I, like, I, I just combined Stinky Pete from Toy Story with, like, Jesse James, the, the outlaw. Oh, I like that. Stinky the Kid. <laughs> um okay uh so we got stinky james our attributes distribute four points between these attributes a maximum of three in any stat oh we got four skills yes we have strength agility brains and presence so strength is strength agility is agility brains is perception knowing stuff and reading presence is charming talking intimidation disguise convincing and willpower i like the idea of having strength and presence yeah I'm neutral on the other two stats. I like the idea of being strong and a master of disguise, but but real dumb. Here's the thing, Real dumb though. and can't use a gun. Should our presence be good, we are literally named Stinky James. I think that commands a presence. That, you know what? Yeah, you're so right. What Do you, you want to do two in presence, or do we want to max this out? Yeah, sure. Okay. I think I think you can smell Stinky James coming. <laughs> so two in presence. Yeah, I don't know. Bad at sneaking, definitely. Bad at sneaking. Can't use a gun. So do we just want to put two in strength? I think we got to put a zero in agility. Yeah. I think we need to put one in strength at least. I I don't. We don't actually have to make him dumb. 
Like we can give him one brain if you want. Yeah, we'll give we'll give him one brain. Why not? Okay. Skills. Choose cho- choose two skills for yourself. Horsemanship, charming, dead eye, fan the hammer, fast talker, gambler, dock, brawler, disguise, tracking, stealthy, pickpocket, lockpicker, quick draw, two gun survival, guitar, and singing. Fast talker. Use presence to persuade. When successful, effects may be short lived. I like the idea of like uh the disguise. <laughs> like <laughs> like you can you can like you can probably tell that it's Stinky James, but he's a master of disguise, or at least he thinks he is. <laughs> we get a plus two to disguise roll, so like people are like, Man, Stinky James <laughs> is around here somewhere, but I have no fucking clue where he's at. <laughs> also, why is Johnny the bartender so small now. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Um, okay, so disguise. You think we should lean into it and do charming as well? Sure, why not? Okay. They're so charming, people are like, there's no way this is stinky jams. <laughs> Even though they can smell it on him. Okay, languages. Choose your native language. You may choose one extra language for every point of brains. Oh! So our native language is cat. Yes. But we get one more. Should we let this cat speak human? We can let him speak. Like English? This cat is a master of disguise. I think it should be able to approximate the sound of human speech at the very least. Yes. So yeah, we'll do English since this is Old West. Yep. Kit. You have a basic kit. And you may choose three more items from the list below. And the kit is, uh, the basic kit is boots, jacket, hat, shirt, trousers, bedroll, rucksack, horse, saddle, and ten bucks. Ten bucks in the Old West? That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's some, that's some good that's money. That's a lot of money. You get robbed for having that much money on you. True. And then we get three more things. Yeah, three more. So we obviously want the stick of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Why does everyone offer us marbles? Is, it, is there marbles in this one too? There is. Yep. <laughs> but I said it as a one-off joke. For, <laughs> and everyone else is like, yeah, no, this is this is correct. You were right. <laughs> I love that. Well, to be fair, Marbles was like a popular game back in the Old West, wasn't it? Yeah, true, true. Okay, true. my item that I think is that we should go with is Cloak, because Stinky James seems to have a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. You gotta use that cloak uh, with a, for a lot of disguises. What color is this cloak, though? It's a velvet cloak, like a bloodstain. And one more. Someone out there is going to get that. I didn't realize that was a joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't recognize the lyric, but into town an outlaw came, wore a velvet cloak, like a bloodstain. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know that lyric. I've definitely heard that song a million times, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> also, I love the... A bunch of these are, like, pretty easily held items, and then you just have 50 feet of rope. Yeah. You gotta put that one on the yeah. horse. <laughs> Which we also have. <laughs> <laughs> What's something else that we could say our cat has? A mirror, maybe? You gotta get ready somehow. Yeah, that sounds good. Broken rules, yet again. I'm sure it's just tended to be human. Those, those yeah. dang humans. Oh my gosh, this game has different levels of injury for 
Six different. Man, that gets complex. Jeez. Yeah, you got showdown rules. Lots of lots of different stuff. Dang. I'll have to Huh. Maybe I could make the Goonion in this. The Goonion, yeah. You can get you can get real real uh, specific with these. It looks like yeah. Okay. No one else knows what the Goonian is yet. They probably never will. Who knows? But maybe. All right. So next we're doing what are we doing next? Goblins Deep, and that's goblins with a Y. Exactly where you'd expect it to be. Probably. You're a mighty goblin. You serve the Goblin King. You protect your grotto from the dirty, service-dwelling invaders. And you even take the fight to the nasty halflings, lying elves, stinky dwarfs, and depraved adventurers that live in the sun. Also, this is by Joseph D. Salvador. Yes. Now, on to character creation. Let's see. This starts on page two of two. Uh, Name your goblin character or roll randomly on the table to the right. I think you know what we got. Yeah, we're we're gonna roll on that table. Oh, we need a a D ten, then a D twelve. Good news, I got you. Okay, good, because I do not have those nearby. Roll one D ten and then one D twelve. It says. So our D ten roll is eight. Yep, seven to eight list. Um, our D twelve roll is nine. Skark. Skark. I love that. Skark the hairless cat. I'm going to make him into an NPC for one of my campaigns. <laughs> Let's see. As a goblin, you can see in the dark, but all actions are penalized by negative one daylight. Uh, you're three to four feet tall. Actually, we're, uh, we're nine inches tall, mm-hmm. or 9.8 inches at most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. You have green. Oh, hit points in this one is 10 plus brute. Oh. Interesting. And your inventory score is six. Then we choose three pieces of equipment, and we have an equipment list down here. Let's see, animal skin. We didn't choose our... Oh, what's we up? We have to randomly choose two traits on the right. It's at the end of step two. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. So our traits are a 1d20 roll, and I just put that all the way at the bottom of this set of dice. F. You know, it happens. Okay. So, our first trait is a 17. Skin, furry, or scaly? I think we have to go with skin. Skin, yep. Oh, uh, the trait is either, we we either have furry or scaly skin, so we... Oh. I've, it's I, gotta I, be I, scaly. We gotta... We, <laughs> we are terribly under-moisturized. Okay. Scaly skin it is. <laughs> That's what we get for being a hairless cat in the underground, I guess. Yeah. We have are just chronically unmoisturized. <laughs> Someone needs to rub some lotion on this cat. Bro, for real. Okay, our next trait is nine. Hair, bristly, or spine. Uh, so we get, we get scales and hair, or we can re-roll. I say we re-roll. Okay. That is a 20. Teeth, shark-like, or long fangs? Long fangs, definitely. Long fangs, yeah, for sure. Now, onto these archetypes. Nope, equipment. Choose three pieces of equipment. And these are down in the bottom right over here. You can have a cheese wheel. Mm-hmm. Cats do like cheese. At least my cats like cheese. You can have halfling jerky. I love the idea of having a dead lizard. That's just on this list. 
I mean, yeah, you carry it around and present it to people. You don't eat it. You just, you know, present it to anyone who stops by. True. We can also have three mice, which I think <laughs> would be really funny just for a cat to be carrying around three mice. Yeah. I also like the idea of the pointed hat, of the pointed hat, but I don't know. There might be something that we like better. Honestly, the only one I can think of is three mice, so if you want to go with the pointed hat, I'm down. So we've got dead lizard, three mice, and a pointed hat? Yeah, sure. What an incredible kit this this cat has. Oh my gosh, there are so many archetypes. For real. Yeah, this one has a lot of stats. Ambusher. We, we also have eight points to go between them, with with a max of four per archetype. So Ambusher, good at range fighting. I don't think we're good at that. Brute, good at climbing, endurance, intimidation. We might be good at that. Rider, good at animal handling and wolf riding. I think we steer clear of the wolves. Yep. Shaman, good at sorcery, lore keeping, and manipulation. We do have the hat. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. Slasher, good at melee fighting and feats of strength. We've got the teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. And Trickster, good at trap building, stealing, and sneaking. Probably. The three I'm looking at specifically are Brute, Slasher, and Shaman. I'm looking at Brute, Shaman, Slasher, and Trickster. Trickster, okay. Just for the sneaking. True, 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 true. So we have eight points. We could just put two in each of those. Okay. Unless you want to be, you know, outstanding at one and okay at another. We don't have to be. We we can be average at all, all four of those. Gotcha. So... Brute, Shaman, Slasher, and Trickster, all two. Technically not a goblin, just a thing that people sometimes call goblins. Yeah. Okay. All right, and that's it? Is that our, is our timer up? Our timer is up, but I want to finish the character sheet first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the end of it, though, isn't it? Yep, that is the end of it. Yeah, it's too bad we didn't get to Goon Crossing, but we, we can... Guys, there's a uh, Tunnel Goons game called Goon Crossing. You can probably guess what it's about. Yeah. It's it's about Animal Crossing. We don't have time to cover it, but y'all should go ch- check it out. And all the ones that we covered. Especially since you can go download the character sheets from bit.ly slash literalcatpod, as I'm sure you heard during the mid-roll. Absolutely. These will all be there all together on one sheet. Uh, Again, like we said at the beginning, you'll probably just have to drag and drop these onto your own personal character sheets. Do we want to... Yeah, y'all can figure that out. Do we want to real quick go through our broken rules again, or do you think the... uh, I mean, we could go over them one more time. They're all pretty much the same. The only rule that we broke for, I think, every single one of these is that you're intended to play as either a human or something else. So, Goons in Toyland, we are not a toy. Shroom Goons, we are not a mushroom. Lichadores, we are intended to be human, we are not. Power Goons, also intended to be human, we are not. Guns and Goons, intended to be human, we are not. Goblins Deep, we are intended to be a goblin, we are not. Well, I think that's okay. I think we will... Y'all can still use these. No one's gonna stop you. Yeah, no. And if your GM tries to stop you... Ask him if he's doing okay. Yeah. See if he needs anything. Because if, if he's saying no to this, he's probably not in a good place right now. Yeah, no. Just be like, hey, GM, where's your where's your wonder? Where's your whimsy? You know, 
Yeah. Because some people lose that. You know this will be really funny. Mm-hmm. It's tough to see uh, your friends lose their whimsy, you know? But, yeah. But fret not, because they can get it back. And you can, too, by, by playing as one of our cats. <laughs> anyway, Austin, do you have a cat pun for our audience? When does this episode come out? I'm trying to see if I can relate to the, the time. This will be, like, what? Like, end of January. Yeah, end of January. Um... Okay, never mind. I'm going to save that one for the next episode, because it'll be closer to Valentine's Day. Okay. The 24th of January, I think, to be precise. Okay. Let's let's see what we got. Dang it. What's up? Well, I was I was so fixated on the other one, and then, because I thought this was coming out closer to February. Oh. So now I'm, like, scratching my brain trying to think of another one. I guess it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, this one won't be time relevant. This one will be all-time relevant, and it's... I'm gonna say it. <laughs> what are you gonna say? You know, it's a, it's a new year, and, you know, take take some time to yourself, some time to reflect, and some time to loaf around with your cat. <laughs>